0: Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man, Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense, and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, 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 good people. Wednesday August 24th y'all decided to wake up with your boy Ray G and for that I appreciate you being here I'm in a good mood today I'm in a great mood Jay is trying to ruin my vibe back here I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good uh, Jay, the enthusiasm—he he doesn't seem to share the same amount of enthusiasm today as I do. But damn it, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad y'all decided to wake up. Thank you all for being here. If it's your first time on the channel, welcome. Engage with the good people below. It's the best part of the show. Is we engage with the people who watch the show, the wake up crew, the squad. They come in the building, they drop their thoughts. We put it in the chat. So feel free, feel part of the family. Jump in, engage. Like if we could do like radio calls, we would do that. But this is like the best thing that we have next to that. Jordan, how are you this morning, man? You you, you need to get your E up with me.
1: What's up? <laughs> I do. Really? I just mm. I, again it's just it's still early. It's still early. We're uh doing some last minute show prep. So again, we're oh, we're yeah. here for the people. Yeah. It's uh it's okay though. I'm I'm happy, man. We're talking running backs and there's a lot yeah. to talk about. Damien Pierce. We're talking about the biggest about topic it. of conversation. And I got Pretty much, I got no shares. I'm pretty sure, so I'm not not feeling so good about that. But I'm happy yeah. to be here. I'm happy for the people. Good morning to everybody here. I honestly thought you were gonna forget what day it was, what time it was, <laughs> all forgot. the good mornings. You were doing. Yeah. I saw you do a little peek. Yeah, I'm you know, that See, I Did I can see, peak. see a little peek, a little mm-hmm. peek in there. But happy to be here. Happy to see you, Ray. Happy you're feeling good. You know, obviously a lot a lot going on for you, but happy to see mm-hmm. you. Happy to be here. So let's get into the show, man.
0: Yeah, let's do it. So I see Dynasty Barry in the building. Good morning to you, Barry. Marlon, Zach. Jeff is in the building. Patrick. Lindsey Mack. What's up, my girl? Uh, we got EV King Yada. What's up, King Yada? Wake and bake. Oh, shit. You on it early, big dog. I'm going to do that a little bit later. CJ in the building. Cole World in the building. Ty DeClaire. What's up? Josh, Jeff. Who else? John Dalton. Uh, got a good group. Let's see Cody, Sham. What's up, baby? Um... Real quick, before we get into the rookie running backs, college football technically kicks off this weekend. A couple of, you know, not big games this weekend. Next weekend is where we get the real good shit. Uh, But, you know, a a lot of everything that this whole thing, Wake Up, Destination, Devi, Ragey Q is founded on, was was college football, college prospects, and making sure we keep you one step ahead of the curve when it comes to Dynasty. So what I need y'all to do is let me know what do you – What do you want to hear? Like, what college football content do y'all want? Because I know a lot of people out there, just they don't have time for college football. They don't really have a team that they root for. So it just kind of, you know, turns them off outside of like the big Saturday night games. Or even then, shit, you'd probably rather be out doing stuff with your friends than watching Pac-12 football at 11 o'clock at night. So let me know what it is that you want to see for your college football content? Is it tracking the top players, following the ADP, games to watch, players to watch, sleepers? Like, let me know in the comments what it is that you guys would like to see, and then we can kind of tailor some things around the show as we roll into that because starting next week, there will be a day where we are just talking college prospects, 2023 ADP, 24 players to look out for, just strictly – college football but i want to make sure it's what you want to hear you want to see so just comment let me know what kind of ideas that you guys have and we'll try to implement those in the show jay gotta gotta get the people involved jay see what they want right see what they want. i'm surprised you're usually like oh man
1: we're gonna do what we're gonna do no whatever the people people will watch it but you know they will
0: I think people will
1: watch, but I do. It's some growth it's, from you. I like this. Well, it's interesting well, get because people involved for sure. Some
0: people don't care about watching the uh, the most. Uh, intriguing college matchup at the weekend. They're like, damn it, yeah. I'm trying to find some more running backs in this class. What game should I be paying attention to? Or if I'm not going to pay attention to, make sure you guys cover that. Make sure you guys let us know every week what players are kind of rising and falling. And the good thing is, inside of our Discord, patreon.com forward slash all gas, uh, Dynasty Barry is collecting ADP throughout the year. And I ain't talking... One mock or two, Jay. I don't know if you've ever been in any of his. Uh, Dynasty say, Barry will saying, tag the shit
1: out of you to pick for the mock. Oh my gosh! You're you're saying you're saying he in some mocks. We are literally mocking every day for Man. Devi and for Rookie. So it's we have tons of data. We're gonna tons of data points. We're gonna have it as it changes. Um, like you said, literally every day I'm getting tagged, Devi, Rookie. It's and it's changing still, which is crazy because again, it's it's a near everyday process almost yeah. but it's still changing there's still yeah. value changing Ear is being announced the starter all these things yeah. are changing values yeah. almost every single day oh so there's lots of things going on even within the debbie community what's going did on did you see oh man you got to just
0: go to twitter search i am i am pumped because everybody still is like is queshawn Boutte gonna play this year he's playing yeah. he's practicing and he looks damn good and they gave him the number seven this year. There was a, okay. a deep pass in practice, I think, a couple of days ago. Him and uh, Jaden Daniels connected deep. I'm just really excited for Keyshawn Boutte. Uh, I see a couple more people in the building. Lindsey Mack in the building. Bruning talking about... Qu- Hold on. Hold on. We got a new... We have a new... Wa- a long-time watcher and listener. First <laughs> time I've seen this name. And Tony... <laughs> <Gipsena. laughs> I think that's Joe... I think that's our girl, Joe. She's changed her name. She said, I don't give a shit what y'all are talking about. Stop overreacting. Gibby is the truth. And I love the conviction Antonia. I'm not even, I don't even, Joe is gone to me. It's just Antonia. Uh, But that's a great segue into, it's conversations, Jay, that I I really toiled about doing on this show because I think it it deserves a lot longer than 30, 45 minutes to kind of talk about and it's what are we doing with these rookie running backs right um li- like like even even Brian Robinson right like what are we really doing long term with him e- even if he's named the starter right like what are we doing with that what are we doing with Damian Pierce what are we doing with Rashad White every it's funny we were prepping for the show and you were like Rashad White fifth year senior yuck and i'm like yeah man <laughs> hey, he's fucking old coming out of Arizona state but what are we what are we doing now? Because as I'm watching the comments, man, somebody said, uh, I think it was Marlon, said he got offered a third rounder for Isaiah Pacheco and said, nope, not doing it, right? We've had yeah. conversations privately. When do we move these guys? Like, uh, and, and the reality is, man, a lot of the players that we're talking about are fourth round picks, fifth round picks, third round picks. Well, you have, what, two running backs, three running backs in the first two rounds. So before before we dive into it, Jay, give us just a, so everybody can remember, give us a recap of the draft capital that these running backs got from 2022.
1: Okay, so we're starting with the top, um, not of the first round, second round, 204 was Brees Hall, 209 was Kenneth Walker, 231 was James Cook. That's all your second round running backs. Heading into the third round, you have to go all the way down to the 27th pick where we got Rashad White. The 29th pick was Tyrion Davis Price. And then the 34th pick was Brian Robinson. So those are your top 100 picks at running back. Six guys Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, Rashad White, Tyrion Davis Price, and Brian Robinson. Then you get into the fourth round. Well, let's you have stop Daniel there. Fiers- let's stop there, Jay. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. Let's stop there. Okay. So
0: we know we're not doing anything with Brees Hall. So just. Yeah, cross him off the list. He's in my database for my rankings. It says like his ranking hasn't moved since like April. Just you don't even look at one on one. It's Brees Hall, right? So cool, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker or Ken Walker. So reports the hernia surgery or whatever the surgery is. Hernia, hernia uh, okay. What are we doing? Where where are we at with
1: where we? I mean, (laughs) it's hard for us because we've we've been. I mean, I don't know about you. You kind of came back in. I've kind of been on the out with Kenneth Walker, with Ken Walker. I just, again, it's it's Seattle. It's it's the same reason, and we'll talk about Damian Pierce, but it's the same reason why I'm not all in on Damian Pierce because what are these teams going to be and, and how long is it going to take for them to get there if they're not in that James Robinson role of two years ago? And that's really the big question for some of these guys. I do like Ken Walker. I think he's a great running back, but – Am I really gonna hold them?
0: Pro- I don't know. Yes, I think if someone's probably. gonna give
1: if someone's gonna give me a 23 first when he's the starter, would you sell him? I think I would, honestly. If someone's gonna say, Jordan, I'll give you a 23 first for Ken Walker, and I don't really need him, and I'm not all in on them. The Seahawks are looking terrible, and it's week five, and they're 0 5. I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if I would I don't know if I would hold them through that. I think I may just take the first and re-roll it into a player that I think can have more all upside. Right.
0: Two, pl- two people, I, I really value their opinion. Barry said Ken Walker was always a bit of a midseason play. Uh, I don't think anyone expected him to come out swinging day one. Be patient. And then JB, who directs our analytics, said, I've been trying to sell this dude since May. No bites. Asking yeah. for a 24 first. Uh, if my issue with this is we're sitting here telling people you can get a first for Damian Pierce the moment he's announced the starter, right? I think somebody in the comments the other day, it might have been Robert, said he got a first-round pick for damn Damian Pierce, right, a 23 first. So what I'm thinking about that, like, should Pierce and Kenneth Walker be valued the same? But I know you're not getting two firsts no. for Kenneth Walker. I know the that. Hell no. I know you're not, right. right? And I'm looking at I'm looking at some trades involving one Kenneth Walker. Would you, Look at this, man. Kenneth Walker and Devontae Smith or Damian Pierce in a 23 first?
1: I guess I want Walker and Smith because I think I I just prefer Smith. Like he's the best player in in that trade to me. Regardless of the team and and all that stuff.
0: Kenneth Walker in a 23 third or Gabe Davis in a first?
1: (laughs) See, I think I would take Gabe Davis in the first. It's 23 first, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You're trading Ken Walker for the first and you get the upside of Gabe Davis for a third round pick. I think that's worth it. I don't, not all in on Gabe Davis at, you know, what he cost to draft and what he cost in redraft. But if you're giving me him that value for what the upside could be, I'm all in on that. I like all right, that. Last
0: one. I just want to throw out there. And I think you would accept this one because you just said you would. Kenneth Walker or a 23 first and a 23 third. So you get two picks.
1: I think I'd. Oh yeah. That's. I take it. You get, but then you get the sweetener, right? And and I know it's Scott and Eric talk about that all the time. Getting those third round picks, while they don't seem so valuable, you can transition them into other players for mid season buys, potential targets, and things like that. And that is valuable, right? But at least you're getting the first that you want to kind of re roll that pick. If it again, if you don't really believe in Ken Walker and what he could be this season.
0: So you're on the you're on the and right now I think his ADP is around. I got it right here. He's gone off the board in startup drafts at the 58th player, right behind Aaron Jones and a spot before Leonard Fournette, David Montgomery, A.J. Dillon. Would you rather A.J. Dillon or Kenneth Walker?
1: Straight up. A.J. Dillon, easily, easily for me. I, I just, I know exactly what he's going to do every year. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like you have the offense, you have the upside. You could say Aaron Jones, whatever, but they're both going to be involved. Matt LaFleur said just a few days ago that they're going to be 1A and 1A. So that tells you everything you need to know about how much they're going to play, right? And again, with Walker, he may play a lot, but the offense is going to be so bad, I just can't rely on his production at all. You're just banking on volume, and that's it.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I I, I honestly... This is one where I just don't know. Like, I feel like you should just hold a little bit. Like, I'm not... I'm not panicked on Walker, right? I'm not not like, I got to get out of him at this moment. I need to dump Kenneth Walker. I'm not... I just... I don't know what to expect. The team is the team is not good, right? I know they've tried. they're trying to improve their offensive line and if I recall, they said that their two tackles are pretty good. Like the the young kid yeah. that they drafted, uh, who was it? Charles Cross, I believe. They took Charles I Cross.
1: Charles Cross went to Houston. And there was
0: I think their right tackle was getting pumped up during the preseason game as well that they're pretty two pretty
1: good. Oh yeah, they did get, get Cross. They did get Cross. Yeah, they got yeah.
0: crossed, and I think their right tackle was also getting talked up but I don't know what to do with Ken Walker. I guess if if you're just asking me flat out, Jay, it would be a hold uh, for Ken yeah, Walker for he's me. He's a hold Let, for me. Let's talk about James Cook, who looked good. James Cook looked good in the preseason game. We talked about it a little bit, but also let's let's keep shit real, man. Like like let's be objective. Devin Singletary has looked good from the end of last season uh, through training camp and a couple of preseason games. Looks like he's mm-hmm. got a role in this offense. I'm not saying he's some. Bell cow locked and loaded stud, but it does not appear to us as though uh, Devin Singletary is going to go to the bench and not play ever again. He's going to be involved in that offense. We had at one point James Cook ranked as the eighth best rookie. If you were in a start rookie draft, take James Cook around eight, 10, at least the first round pick. Would you dump James Cook right now for a 23 first? Just any random 23 first, you could just be done with James Cook. Even though he's done nothing wrong, situation, or are you like, this is another one we got to hold? A lot
1: of people are selling I these running backs. That's I, why we're having I this conversation. Do it. I couldn't do it today, but I get if you want to. Because, again, we're looking at a three-headed backfield, potentially even a four-headed but backfield. You knew that. Johnson makes the roster. But we didn't know that. You did didn't know raise, that. You get, we did know you that. It, can you honestly say that you expected Zach Moss to have a role at all in this offense? Because I didn't. I thought, I I th- thought th- he'd still left behind I'm Boston. still not buying that.
0: I, I think it's going to well, yeah, be a Cook. But if,
1: if, it's, if it's a two-headed monster, I'm okay with it because then I think you see a lot of the passing down work towards James Cook. I talked about I think he can get upwards of 100 carries and 50 tar- or 50 receptions. But he's not going to do that if Zach Moss is, is in the situation. He's not going to do that if Zach Moss is getting targets. And mm. on top of that, it's going to hurt Devin Singletary too. And so the biggest issue on top of this is that not only are they losing work, but if Zach Moss is the goal line back. And he's their power guy because Singletary can't really do that. James Cook can't really do that. That's going to be a bigger problem because then the touchdown upside for those guys is in the shitter too. So again, would I sell him for a 23 first? No, because again, today you want to wait and see what happens, right? I don't think he's going to ever lose that 23 first value right off the jump, but he could Kind of quickly depending on what happens. Man. But for me, I think you have to see what happens with Cook oh, because these, again, the upside is so high. Where are you James, at with Cook? Would you hold? Do you think he's do you think he's good I, enough like that, Cook. I think I he's like betting Cook. on the offense, right? I like You're Cook, betting man. on the
0: offense. These trades, uh James Cook straight up for a 24 first, James Cook in a second for oh. Dalvin Cook, James Cook for oh. Ken Walker in a 23 third, James Cook in a second for Michael Pittman, James Cook straight up for Cam Akers. Oh, James Cook and Michael so, Carter okay. for
1: Godwin. Can we compare Walker and Cook? Because which one do you prefer long-term? Cook. Okay.
0: I I'd rather have I Cook. honestly don't know. I got a tight, though, might, man. I got a tight. I, I want the running backs that can catch passes, Jay. I got a type. I just... I've seen yeah, it time and time again in fantasy. If you have that... I'm gonna say elite pass catching running back. It makes up yeah. for whatever rushing defici- deficiencies that they have. You don't need a thousand yards. You don't even need 900 something yards if you're going to be yeah. option three in the pass attack or two, which he's well, not going to be option be, one.
1: But he'll be option four more than likely, right? So I think that's that's notable, right? He's not going to be option three. It's just it's not going to happen. He's option three. He'll be option. Who's option 3 it It'll be Isaiah McKenzie. It'll be the slot. This whoever plays in the slot. I mean, it'll be McKenzie. It's looking like McKenzie. Probably see some Crowder. They are option three. And then it will be Cook, who's singletary, whoever the running back is after that. That's why you can't project him for 80 targets the way the third option gets on Buffalo. But again, it's like I, I love him. I think he's a great option, but just the situation right now just sucks. Like, but that's why I think you have to hold. You have to bet that. He See, can win out from a talent perspective and then earn that role for the long term, at which point he will be super valuable tied to Josh Allen.
0: This is the conversation we need. Come on, chat. Keep it coming. Cody Smith said, he's being funny, man. I'll sell JD McKissick, I mean, James Cook for a second. And then Dynasty Barry and JB came right back in and said, 100% in on Cook. Pass catching matters, especially exponentially better offense. Like, you get yeah. that pass ca- if. This is where where, it's a big if, right? Big if, but if James Cook is the pass catching weapon in Buffalo and they deploy him like that, and he still gets his six to eight rush attempts per game, he's going to be really good in PPR formats. He is, man. Yeah, that's it. And and the biggest
1: thing too, right? It's not just he he's going to ball, but it's the ceiling of what he could be. Like if James Cook hits, he is going to be phenomenal. If Ken Walker hits. What does that realistically look like? He's maybe an RB two because of that offense. So that's that's the biggest thing here. But I would be holding on to Cook for sure. Walker, you know, it's. I think you can make the case to sell, and for the right price, I definitely would even today. But I would probably want to hold to wait until he's a starter and then sell him before he before he plays it down in football. Okay, uh, let's talk Isaiah Pacheco. Let's talk Isaiah okay, Pacheco. Okay, we're going straight uh, to the bottom. Let's of the go. Board. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> seventh round 30th pick overall last running back drafted in the NFL draft Isaiah Pacheco to the Kansas City Chiefs Ray what are your thoughts on Isaiah Pacheco
0: I mean the answer is you have to sell but my question is when do you do it right and here's the thing everybody in the chat everybody talking that hot shit right now Ah, I'm selling immediately I'll sell for a second when 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 ass is on fire in the season it's week five James Cook has gone out there and he's got 20-something receptions and he's scoring touchdowns and somebody offers you that second. I bet you you don't do it. A lot of people talk that shit. And then when the offer hits the inbox, it's like, "Ah, well, he is playing. We did this last year. We did this last year with Elijah Mitchell. I remember everybody screaming from the mountaintops, the moment you get a second, get rid of Eli Mitchell. Dun, dun, dun. Now, it's you're, you're you're gambling, right? You're playing a game. You're gambling a little bit because I said, nah, man. He's a starting running back in an offense that wants to run the ball, that wants to feature a running back. As long as he can hold on for a little bit longer and really seize this starter's role, you'll be able to get a first round pick for Elijah Mitchell. And damn it, you could. Like it, it just that's what happens, right? Isaiah Pacheco, the answer is you have to sell. There are people out here, Jay, who really think they can build around Isaiah Pacheco. They truly <laughs> believe that. And He's I, a guy. Well, I'm going to look at this both sides because I was listening to my man, uh, Matt Kelly, the Father on Saturday. And he, he and and correct me if I'm wrong, J- Antonia, I know you were in there and a couple of other people were in there, but I believe uh, during one part of, of, of his segment, he talked about... The how wrong the dynasty community is that every time a later drafted running back starts to pop, we immediately sell for second round picks like stop normalizing that like sometimes sometimes the NFL misses and they get shit wrong. Right. And Elijah Mitchell, he gets put back in the draft in 2021. He doesn't get drafted in the sixth round like that wouldn't happen. They get things wrong. On the the high-end side, you go back to 2020 with what we know, there's no way Clyde goes round one over JT and DeAndre Swift. So the NFL, they do and will get things wrong. And sometimes if you've got the conviction on a player and you're like, this dude is good. Like I had that conviction last year with Mitchell. Some people had that conviction with Isaiah Pacheco that he's a better running back than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's got more juice. He's more explosive. Like what do you, you know? I, I, I just so before you start, before we start, I'm done with a second. Give me a second, and I'm out on Pacheco. You do that now. If you can get a second, let me let me just wholesale for everybody listening to this: Pacheco, Damian Pierce, Spiller, Brian Robinson. Name the rookie running back. Not name Brees, Hall, Cook, Walker. If you can get a second round pick for them today, I guarantee you, you can get a second round pick for them come week three, week four. So, uh, now, two things can happen. Either they can shit the bed and tank, or they can continue to increase in value. And now, you're getting two picks. You're getting a second and a player. You're getting a first-round pick for those guys. I'm seeing Pacheco for Josh Palmer. Like, none of these look good enough. Like, I'm not doing that. And I I think Josh Palmer's a nice little play, but I'm not not doing that. I'll just
1: wait. I'll just wait. So... So, okay, so I'm going to give you a little bit of pushback on the thing with Matt Kelly, right? It's like, yes, you can have that conviction, but I'm sure that our good friend, Scott Connor will say, yes, you can hold, but the better play is to get out on all these guys because probability states that you're going to be getting ahead. If you make that move, like you said, as a wholesale strategy, you target these late round guys and when, when they hit and they get that value, you sell them right away and you roll that into future value for future years because that's a more tangible asset, long-term asset, all these things. If you want to hold Pacheco, I think you hold him till week 1 and then you pray because so here here's what I see happening. Those you'll we'll see one of two things happen. We'll see Isaiah Pacheco play a ton this week or he won't play at all. And that will tell you a lot about how you should feel about Isaiah Pacheco because if he's playing a lot this week and he balls out, I am selling him immediately. Because that means he's probably not going to be as as valuable potentially Unless they're just trying to get him reps. But if he's not playing at all, that tells us that he is going to be very valuable for this offense, and they value him extremely highly. So that's where, for me, it's like – not that I'm trying to wait to see what happens, but I would just say, you know, if you're trying to get the most value out of these picks based off of their draft capital, based on what they project to be in the NFL – You don't necessarily want to gamble on, well, what if he becomes Elijah Mitchell? What if he becomes this or that? Sometimes it's okay to just get a second and move forward with your draft strategy. But again, like Scott always says, it has to be a wholesale strategy. You can't really pick and choose your arguments because you're going to be wrong and that will cost you more value than if you just sold in the first place.
0: I get it. But at what point do we take in new information and say, okay, there's always exceptions to a rule, right? Always. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing they teach you. Law school 101. Here's the rule, there's always an exception to a rule. I get the overall strategy and I think long term if you do that, it may that that very well may be the viable move, but I'm taking in new information. This dude is running with the ones for Kansas City, Jay. The moment mm-hmm. he catches a wheel route for a touchdown, uh, he runs an option route right out of the backfield and takes it 42 yards. He's in on goal line situations like you sitting back and you're like, ah oh, man, okay, I got my second. I got the 209 in 2023. I can go draft Jack Charbonnet now. Or I could have waited and been patient and said, the NFL yes. said, damn the draft capital. I want this guy to play. And now you're sitting back saying, damn, man, I should have just, I should have just waited a couple of weeks till the kid actually got on the field and got opportunity. And worst case scenario worst case scenario with Isaiah. Like when you have a lotto ticket like that, why not see it through, man? Y'all are the goddamn people who get on deal or no deal. So, and you stop playing <laughs> when the dealer gives you like a $15,000 offer. Damn it. I'm here. This is house money. We're, we're going for the million, baby. I want case 22. I'm not settling. I'm not taking the offer from the banker when it costs me nothing. What?
1: Like I might as well. What's that late second going to do you? Like, what is it going to do you? Uh, so my point is, is that, okay, you can make that argument. That's fine. But where does it end? And that's the whole conversation is where does this actually end? Okay, cool. Never. Week one, Isaiah Pacheco. Exactly. Week one, Isaiah Pacheco catches a wheel route, 60 yard touchdown. You could sell him for a first, but are you actually going to do that? Yes. Are you actually and, but going but to practice what you preach? But this is what people don't do. Yes. When, when, you, preach, when preach. you don't sell him for a first because you saw that happen, this is the biggest problem is that, yes, okay, cool. Clyde edwards week one, went off against the Patriots. You could have got two or three firsts. You could have got Christian McCaffrey. All these guys, even look at James Robinson right now. You could have got two firsts for James Robinson. Yep. I sold James Robinson for Justin Jefferson in an offseason with a second-round pick. Again, these are things that you can do, but you have to have the time and strategy to do it. The problem is if you don't sell him for a second, you're going to hold for the first. But then when he gets to that first value, you're mm-hmm. going to hold him again. And so yep. you have to be diligent, whether you're selling for a second, whether you want to wait and sell for first, when they get to that value, you have to make the move. You know, you can say late second is a lateral move, we see it in the comments, but the truth is, is that we don't know what that second is going to be. And you could potentially use that to get another player or another asset or tier up in a draft. So there's all those things going on, but whatever your strategy is, right? I think to your point, you have to make a decision with these players and have a true strategy, dynasty Gears You're selling him for a for a, dynasty for a first. Dynasty selling for a first.
0: Jay, people don't have when 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 they get that offer. When they get the first, yeah. do you have the discipline to say, "Man, this dude is this dude is produced back to back RB one weeks for me," and I just got to move him?
1: Yeah, you're not going to. It's, I will. it's so difficult I will. to do that. No, Some it's, it's not hard to though. do. A lot of people. A will. lot of people want. That's why I said people talk it. that
0: shit and they won't do it, right? And and I'm I'm with I just think it's house money, man. You got them for nothing. I'm I'm riding that thing until I get either the production. Like if I could flip like I'm not doing I'm not moving Pacheco for a second. Give me a second in production. Give me a second in a player yep. and I can move him, right? I'm not just doing it for yep. re rolling for Zach Charbonnet,
1: re rolling for uh, Deuce Vaughn. I don't know, Jay. I don't know. Let's talk. So, again, I I, I get it for sure. But I think Damian Pierce is the real case here, right? Like, I think he's the guy that what do you do with his value? He is the starter. He's going to be the starter, right? Drafted in the fourth round. Again, not quite that top 100 pick, but really close. So, are we going to make that exception for him? Because we kind of made the exception for amon Ross St. Brown, who was a fourth round pick, and he turned out to be really good, right? He's he's valuable now for fantasy. Mm-hmm. He's still the starting running back for the Texans, which is not an ideal situation. But Ray again could, if you could get a first, which yes, I, very shortly you're going to be able to get it. You yes. pretty much have to take it, right? Yes, you have yes. to take it.
0: Yes, yeah. And so, do it not sounds sell like, Damian Pierce for a second. Like no, no, just, no, no.
1: You could have done that a long time ago, and it probably would have been a decent move, right? Because there was a time where you probably could have got a second for TDP. You probably could have got a second for Brian Robinson. You probably could have got a second for Samir White. You probably could have got a second for Isaiah Spiller, right? All these guys that we were taking shots on, it's just Pierce is kind of the one who became the starter and is now kind of worth the first, right? So that's kind of where... I'm at with all of these guys and are while we're talking wholesale versus situational type of hype, but Pierce has earned it and you should be selling him for a first. But I think that's kind of where we're at strategy wise. If you're taking a shot on these running backs, then what you do is you sell them for a first, but maybe you don't sell them for a second.
0: All right. Let's talk about everybody's favorite starting running back. The running back that we, <laughs> listen, we didn't like him that much coming out. I mean, we just didn't I really No. B Rob. What are you doing with him? Because here's the thing, even if he does start, I, I'm telling you, man, I think the best thing for Gibson, if they commit to him as sort of the 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 pass catching back that still is going to get his touches, I I don't give a damn about him not running the ball between the twenties, right? He just he still needs to hold it, but if they want to hammer Robinson inside the 20s, inside the 30s, and then let Gibson run the option routes out of the backfield. Get, like, I think that's the best-case scenario for him. I would love it. What do you get, What are we doing yeah. with Brian Robinson? I, I don't think you'll – I don't want to say you're never going to get a first because there's a sucker out there everywhere. But you, you drafted B-Rob in the second. You drafted him in the third. Are you out? Are you out
1: with a second? My out? Gone. Gone. B-Rob gone? Maybe. Maybe so. There's an interesting stat that I'm pretty sure Matthew Friedman told about about Alabama running backs, and I forget how long the list went back, but it went all the way back to T.J. Yeldon, right? And Prior so, it was Alabama 1800s. running backs, uh, Alabama running backs drafted, right? Mm-hmm. It was you know Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris, um, Najee Harris, you know, just named all these guys that played for Alabama that got drafted. They all had a thousand-yard seasons at some point in their in their NFL career. Every single one of them right? And that's total yards, right? Because TJ Yeldon, it was, it was total yards. But again, if Brian Robinson has an 1,000-yard season, and you're just betting on that trend, you're getting a first for Brian Robinson, guaranteed. You you you, you can't sell a Tom, running back you get a 1,000 yards for, him for less sell, than a first-round pick. Sell his ass.
0: You but again, fir- it's not
1: saying it's going to happen now, but again, the history of Alabama running backs, literally going back all the way to TJ Yeldon, Derek Henry, all these guys thousand yard seasons at some point in their NFL career that is total yards not rushing yards because T.J. Eldon it was it was total yards but if Brian Robinson has that you're getting a first and so again for me I'm holding man I, I think that you have to hold Everything's saying that he's yeah. a committee back all these things but they clearly like him can and they just, clearly appreciate what he can do
0: can I just ask a question like what do we what do we do what are we doing and like, what are we doing in would fantasy? Would you buy like, Brian Robinson? Like, what? Are, let me get What are we doing? Like, isn't the name of the game to win? Like, score points. If every yeah. year we're just selling starting running backs, let me try again next year. Let me try again next year. Let me just sell for picks. I want. I would be very curious. All the people that talk about they do these sales. How many damn leagues have they won? Like, not, not. I just want to know: Are you winning? Like, just are you winning, or are you just accumulating picks? Every year to re-roll to get a pick to flip them for another pick next year. Like, what at what point do you say, you know what, man? Damien Pierce is the starting running back. Running backs last two to three years in the NFL. I'm just gonna ride Damien Pierce. I need the production. I want to win. I get what? What are, if all we do is draft rookies and sell? I've heard everybody say sell all these rookies except Drake London and Brees Hall, right? If you go yeah. back to last year, sell everybody except Najee Harris, Javonta Williams, and Jamar, sell, sell, sell. Smith, sell. T-Law, sell. Zach Wilson, sell. Mac Jones, sell, 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 sell. Go back to 2020, sell Jerry Judy, sell C. D. Lamb, sell. Who? What does your roster look like? Like, at what point does the guy play, and he's playing football, man, and scoring points, and you just say, damn it, let's go. Let's go get it. Uh,
1: I don't know, man. Uh, we don't want to do that. We just want to sell. Because again, because again, Cowards. if you have the option, you want to win. You want to win, Damian Pierce or James Conner? Who are you taking? You want to win. Who are you taking? James Conner or Damian Pierce? James. Exactly. Connor. You're taking James Conner. James, James Conner or, or Connor. Zeke Elliott? Or sorry, sorry. Is Damian Pierce or Zeke Elliott? Zeke, easy, right? And, easy. and again, but you can make that trade easy. So, easily. what do you, what do you, what does that so have again, to do with anything? So, uh, because you're saying don't sell them for picks. You could sell them for players. Okay, and you're still okay. Coming out ahead Because you want to win. A second round pick for Connor is fair value. People A second won't round do pick that. for Zeke. People ain't doing that, Jay. They, for James Conner, oh, I they would. Definitely would. I would. There's a lot of people. Not- there's a lot of people who d- aren't in on James Conner. If you want to win, I think you could easily flip Damian Pierce for Zeke or for James Conner, depending on the team, right? Some teams they may be trying to win too, and so they will take they will take James Conner or Zeke. But I think there's a lot of people who would take Damian Pierce and the youth and the upside and then the potential. Over, you know, a James Conner oh, yeah, or anything would do that. You may get a little bit more on top of that. You can maybe squeeze a third out of them. You can maybe squeeze a fourth round pick out of them because they want that youth. So that to me is the biggest thing. Joe, she nailed
0: it. Like she said right here. Jordan McNamara, shout out Jordan McNamara. He came in our Discord and did a warp, uh, a warp AMA session with the patrons, did a poll in Twitter and found most people by far love to draft and trade more than a- that's. Listen, I'm just telling y'all, be mindful of the content you consume. Everybody out here wants to get a player, trade them. Trade them for give me all the picks. I got so many picks. And all you do is keep fucking acquiring picks every year and then you never win anything. Like, if anything, the the move is if you're going to sell those guys, if somebody out there is sky high on Brian Robinson and you can get if your team's ready to go get it. Like, would you trade your Brian Robinson for James Conner?
1: Yeah, probably. Look at you already. Uh, I don't don't know. I don't know if I I want to do it. I like what Brian Robinson could be personally, right? That's just a personal thing. But again, it's like if you're trying to win, you're right. Would you would could you get him for James Conner? Maybe. I don't know if the hype is quite there. But Pierce is the starting running back for the Houston Texans. You could convince someone that he's gonna have this massive touch load, James Robinson. Like, I think the case is much easier for Pierce than this for Robinson. Robinson isn't the starter for the Washington Commanders, right? So mm-hmm. that, that's the big big difference here is that Pierce is the starter, or at least people think he's a starter, and that you can really sell someone on. And I think you get a pretty good player for him overall.
0: All right. Well, it was looking like Isaiah Spiller was going to carve out a role in the Chargers' offense, and now he's hurt, and he's going to miss four weeks or whatever it is. I'm not sure what the injury is. No,
1: no, no. He's it's ankle injury. <laughs> he might miss week one. <laughs> might miss week one. He's it's not going to miss weeks. four weeks. He hurt it's Gus ankles. Edwards who is on the pup.
0: Well, he's a roster clogger, so we don't want him anyway. But what are you doing with 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 spill uh, with old Spiller? Holding. Yeah, holding no man. Right? I, yeah, I, got I believe no in the talent.
1: I've- I, you can't sell him for anything. Um, it's not a high ankle sprain, Todd. It's supposed to be a not-so-significant ankle injury. But he's he's on track to potentially missing week one. That's what Brandon Staley said a few days ago. So we'll see. I'm holding, man. I got a lot of Isaiah Spiller traded back in a lot of leagues to get Isaiah Spiller later because I believe in the talent. I believe in the situation. Obviously, massive offense potential and upside, kind of like James Cook. I think you have to hold. Um, hopefully, he can beat up Josh Kelly because it doesn't seem like he has quite yet. But with the ankle injury, it's not a big deal. Um, I'd be buying Spiller if you can for really cheap. For I don't what? Know what that What's would cost. cheap? A third rounder? I think a third rounder is what you're that's looking fine. at. If for I some reason, it. someone wanted to get out for a third. I doubt it. But if for some reason the option was out there, maybe a third and someone later, right? A small player, whatever. A guy who's not very significant. But again, that's, that's where I'm at. I think you have to hold with Spiller. Great player, but I think you got to hold right now.
0: Let me ask you this one, man. Damian Pierce, you're trying to win. Trying
1: to win. Oh boy, here we go.
0: Damian Pierce or Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk's being drafted after Pierce.
1: I think you gotta stick with Pierce. Um, that's tough though, because the difference is the position, right? Like wide receiver is a little bit less valuable, running back's a little bit more valuable. I mean, if you really, if you really need that production, I don't hate it. But you're not na- you're, you're never to gonna get anything. But you're never going to get anything for Christian Kirk, right? Like, you're never— If you take Doesn't, Connor Stop thinking Zeke, about
0: what you can get. You can get a win. Like, stop thinking about what— Not necessarily. But the, no, Jay, the, the thing this is, everybody's always saying, what can I get for this dude? I don't give—like, Derrick Henry, what can I get for him in a trade? I don't care. But it's
1: positional value, though. You're not comparing apples to apples. You're comparing an apple to an orange. Well, right. yes, I like Christian Kirk— it's relative to the Michael other Thomas, Michael Thomas or Damian Pierce. I'm taking Michael Thomas because he can be a wide receiver one.
0: Well, they're good. They're being drafted right next to each other. That's why
1: I'm asking. Yeah, Brandon one Cooks, was the wide receiver one, and one wasn't Brandon um, Cooks hmm, on the same team. That's tough. There's not a lot there of hype go. for Brandon Cooks right now. Man. I haven't seen, just, haven't seen a lot about Cooks. I haven't seen a lot about Cooks. But yeah, I guess I'd take Cooks. I guess it's fine. Okay, well,
0: it's close. Let's it's talk it's Zemir close. White. Because the reports oh, yeah. are fast and furious out of uh, Las Vegas that uh, this is about to be full-blown committee. Josh Jacobs yeah. is not going to get all the work. Uh, they've already released Kenyon Drake, so their running back room is solidified. It's, Zmir, it's, uh, Josh, it's solidified. God, G- Josh Jacobs, Zamir White, and Amir
1: Abdullah. Amir Abdullah and Brandon Bolden. And Brandon Bolden. Good Lord. What yeah. are you doing with Zamir. I'm holding him, hoping he gets a little bit more value. Um, would I trade him for a second is the real question? Yes, right now. You get a second in box. inbox. Is Josh Jacobs on the roster next season? That's no. the biggest question. No. no. At no. which point, Zemir White has tremendous value. He has tremendous right? need
0: to endonitis as well in both of them.
1: He, he does. He does. Mm-hmm. and that's. But again, we're ignoring that a little bit we're just saying okay. you know what what did he look like so far he looked pretty good he's been catching the ball in the backfield which we did not expect i may potentially buy him if the opportunity presents itself because he could be the starter next season And i think if you want to run that risk it's not a bad risk to take where are you at with zamir what do you be buying him obviously no. you're holding him if you drafted him absolutely you buy not. Him, eh?
0: absolutely not okay absolutely not no way Josh McDaniels, really? they're gonna run a they're gonna run a platoon. He's got two bad. That's knees, okay though, because he
1: can be the goal line back in that offense. I'm not right? buying not, a goal line with Jacobs there, but not buying that, not buying that. Nope, no thank you. Wow. Okay. No,
0: if I have if You're I have right. him, I'm fine with it. I'm not going yeah. out and sending an offer and go and send my second for Zamir White. No now
1: I, I think it could be worth it man I think he could easily return a first if he's the starter next season regardless of what you think like when he goes from backup to starter he's probably going to jump to a first in value regardless of what he's going to do on the field eventually I think he would become a first in value at which point you would be getting some good value for him
0: yeah I'm, I'm not buying him not buying him if I have him I'm fine I'm, I'm and this is not as a mere. I think he could be very would you sell him for
1: a second today because you're saying you wouldn't buy them for a second, but would you sell them for a second? You're saying you're holding, but it doesn't sound like yeah, I don't you're have really to... holding.
0: No, I mean, if you have them, you um, by hold, I mean, like, I mean, I'm trying to, if you play in leagues with me, Jay, you and I both are very much alike. You could go down, scroll to the bottom of Sleeper and look at future draft picks. It's minimal there. I'm trying to Zero. get fucking guys to go. I want to win. At the end, yeah. I want League Safe to hit my deposit. It's around December. GQ's got to spend a lot of money for the kids for Christmas. I need me a little something-something. So I'm trying to win every year for the most part. I'm trying to win.
1: Uh, yeah. I just, I'm not buying him. No. Absolutely yeah. not. I'm Again, I, I think there's a world where he could return some good value for you. You clearly don't, don't feel that way. So, I mean, if you get a second today, you might as well take it because... You're not really holding out for a first. You don't really think he's going to ever get there in value. So you might as well take it today if the hype is there. He's going to be a rotational back, and that offense has a good week one, week two. Could easily sell him for a second, maybe even a little bit more. Here's
0: the thing. what's a, You know what's a good week one for NFL running back or a good week for a running back that does you absolutely nothing? Yards. Yeah, 14 carries, 57 yards. Now
1: you got your but five points. That's what Damian points. Pierce is going to do, right? That's that's what he's going to do like realistically. How how 16 many how rush many attempts yards for really 61 have? yards. Good game. And that would be really good. 16 rush attempts, you would be like over the moon with oh, that. You'd be with like, the oh, man,
0: he got me six six points this week. It's awesome. It. Yeah, it's a beast. It's I'm waiting for it first. No. Tyler Algier. This is another one. One of those what, fifth round running backs whatever he's drafting in fourth, fifth round. Opportunity, shit offense. Uh, what are you doing with Algier? Like, is is he one? I guess I'm trying to figure out where are the lotto tickets. Like, to me, I'm looking at those offensive situations. Pacheco, to me, is, yeah. a, is a lottery ticket, man. And I'm not, yeah. cashing, I'm not cashing out that ticket right now. I just can't do it because I could see the pathway to him commanding a first is very clear, very clear for me. Damian Pierce, very clear. Uh, who did I just yeah. say? Tyler Algier? I think he's got some... How do some, you feel about him? He's got some... I like Algier. I like him. I'm not buying him. I'm not I'm not yeah. buying any of these... I'm not buying any of these running backs. I'm not actively trying to trade for any of them. Not one. Maybe besides James Cook, because people still don't like him and I can get him for a discount. And if he turns into a, an elite pass-catching running back, I want that guy. And even mm-hmm. then, if you tell me, oh, already you got to pay a whole bunch for him, I still wouldn't do it. But I'm not buying Algier. But I think, is he... Is he in a situation that's good enough to pay off like a big reward if
1: you hold him. And I don't know, man. I don't know what the sentiment is on Algier. I don't think so. You know, there was a lot of hype a long time ago, kind of early in camp. He could be the starter. I haven't seen any of that for a while. You know, a couple of weeks, we haven't seen much from Algier. Could he be the guy? Could he potentially, right? You know, Cordell Patterson, pretty healthy, but not a primary running back. So if they do choose to use him in that role, he could definitely have it now. I believe they still have Damian Williams there, who could get some carries out of the backfield. I think it's just going to be a committee, man. And so, Alger's going to really have to earn it. And it doesn't seem like he's earning it right now in camp. So then you're hoping he earns it mid season. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. I think you just wait and pray that he can be a, worth a second round pick, and at that point you sell him. But do we think he's ever going to be the starter this season? I Alger? don't really know, man. I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I, I'm asking because yeah, really. I don't really. I think he has a chance. I, I haven't. I haven't seen a lot of. He has a chance. I just don't think the chance is very high, right? And well, who so, does he have to get through?
0: Cordero Patterson and Damian Williams.
1: I believe. Yeah, that is the that is the. <laughs> but it's just like it's also a bad offense, right? We're gonna shit on the Texans offense. I, I mean, the Falcons offense couldn't be couldn't be any better. So I think there's that I, aspect of it too. I'm a
0: little higher on Marcus. Maybe it's the college Oregon Ducks bias. I'm a little higher. On Mariota, I wanna I want to see Mariota do well. I'm a little higher on Mariota than most, but you're right. Yeah. Overall this offense. Yeah, listed
1: as the third running back behind Damian Williams and Cordero Patterson. <laughs> he so should tough. get a shot to start. He Should, should but easy, right? And that offensive it's line a horrible is god awful, right? That that terrible. offense is terrible. It's a bad offense.
0: Yeah. Goes, uh, JV's yeah. in the building. He's too slow and that go, O-line JV. isn't good. He is slow. But all right. Any other of the uh, <sighs> I just I'm I'm watching the community sentiment, Jay. And I'm watching people yeah. go crazy over the Pierces, over the Algiers, over the B-Robs, over, over these, these middling running backs, right? And it's not to say that they can't be good, because I do think if the Raiders let Josh Jacobs go, Zamir White, whether that's a high touch role or the starter, he's gonna be a big part of that offense next season. Yeah. I'm I'm confident in that. And This isn't a slanders Amir White thing. I just, I want to. I have a type, man. I want to pass catching running backs. And if you're not really doing that, and you don't really have a skill set that is, I'm going to use the word elite, but you don't have tremendous speed, or you don't have. There's not. You just kind of plot around out there. I'm not buying. I'm not buying any of them. I'm looking at every running back on this list, Jay Uh, Pierre Strong, Hassan Haskins. Would you buy?
1: Would you buy Rashad White? No. We haven't talked about Rashad White. No. Do you believe in Rashad White?
0: I think he's nice. He's, I think he's solid. He's,
1: he's the only running back we've talked about that's, list, that's listed as the backup outside of all the other guys. You know, we know who the backup running backs are, the starting running backs of this group. Rashad White's the only one that's actually listed as the backup running back in Tampa Bay, which is notable. A few days ago, we talked about Keyshawn Vaughn potentially being the backup running back in Tampa Bay. It's still looking like it's going to be Rashad White, and so that role, obviously, if he if Leonard Fournette gets hurt or something happens to him. That's a very valuable role playing with Tom Brady. Do they do trust have to him? Pay? We don't what do I have know. to pay?
0: What do I have to pay? Would you for pay a Rashad second to yes. get him? Yes, yes, I would I'd buy. I'd Rashad would. White for a second because
1: yeah. he's because he was worth a high second in drafts, right? So yeah, I'd pay that again. He's list as the backup. Algiers list as the third. TDP list as the fourth. You know, all these guys are they're they're deep on the depth charts. Zemir White might be listed as a second running back, probably. But Rashad White's one we haven't talked about that is like a legitimate backup right now in the NFL and could obviously pay off huge on a good offense not a bad offense right
0: oh man backup running backs rookie hype twitter it just makes for a messy 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 dynasty roster all right we got a super chat right here man let's get this bearded native i'm going to be new to watching college football this year welcome to the college football world baby i don't have a team usc i got you Y'all talking about uh, which games are the best to watch, which players I should be paying attention to. Love the show. Yeah, I got you covered, man. We're going to do that. Like, it's it's a big part of it, man. So we'll kind of highlight some of the big games, the top games.
1: Watch the SEC, baby.
0: Watch mm. the SEC. It's probably the best bet. They come on CBS majority of the yep. time uh, and ESPN early in the day. And then we are going to do a lot of ADP. Look at the movers. Look at the sentiment, you know, Uh, stuff that we're doing with the Draft Network. They're already pumping out mock drafts every Monday. Mock drafts come out. Uh, Yeah. Did we come to a consensus on Rashad White with the chat? I don't even see the chat say anything about Rashad White. They don't don't
1: like, bro, no one's talking about Rashad White at all. Nobody is. They're still talking about B-Rob, talking about Khalil Herbert for Rashad White. I'd do that. There's not, yeah. Talk to me about TDP.
0: Talk to me. What do you want to know? He's not getting eighty-two. What do you want
1: to <sighs> know, baby? TDP. He's no no one's talking about him. He's listed, he's listed behind Trey Sermon on the depth chart right now. So if Trey Sermon doesn't go away, TDP's depth not going to be a man. thing, right? He's just. <sighs> you just
0: what are you going to do? Sermon is awful. Who's I had this he's dream. Of, who's the worst? Who's the the biggest bust from the first round? Trey Sermon. In this track, huh? Trey Sermon. Or Jalen Rager, oh. which which was a worse
1: pick. Rager, at least oh, it, you got to throw him it, out it there ha- a couple it, of times. It, it you has you got to, to be Rager. It, you, it's why? not even close. Why is he worse? It's than not serving? even because your ass was pumping the hell out of no. him to the point where he. Not just me. Don't fucking were. do that. It wasn't just me. Everybody okay, in the analytics who's community. at the head. Of, who's at the head of the snake? I know him. I who's know him. Who's at the head of the snake? Yeah, well, I know him. That's the, you him. That's have to own up to that. You pumped the hell out of him. For good reason. Don't get me wrong. The tape was there. The data was there. I get it. But at the end of the day, he was pumped up way more than Trey Sermon ever was. Trey Sermon was pumped up because of situation, not because of talent. Rager was pumped up because of talent, because of situation, because of draft capital. Who was a first round pick? So let's let's talk about it.
0: Let's talk about it. He got the draft capital, right? He got the draft capital to warrant. First-round rookie draft consideration. Let's start there. Trey Sermon was a third-round pick off the rip, and people said he was a third-round dynasty startup pick going into the rookie year. People were taking I him mean, in a third and fourth round. Of dy-
1: Nobody took Rager that high, no matter how high he were. A, that's because he's a running back, though. Well, that's that's what, just that's the running back look, game. No, no, third-round no. running backs don't move go to in the first post. round all the time. It's don't move in the goalposts. This is, this is the value game. This is, this is how it works. There's people, right, you know there's people out there who drafted Jalen Rager ahead of Justin Jefferson, because there was a lot of people who said that Rager was this elite prospect, all this stuff. And you know, the Eagles obviously felt that way and dynasty gamers felt that way. And they are still kicking themselves for that. That's the problem. That's the problem. We are allowed.
0: You'd rather have
1: sermon than Rager. Yeah, of course. Right now. Of course. <laughs> Of course, dude, where is Jalen Rager gonna get any value unless he gets traded? Where's Trey where is trade? Where is it gonna come from? He's gonna play. Hey man, they, 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 he's they still a running back. Three, four receivers a week that they they're have got to throw out five receivers to see could get him on the field. Because you uh, gotta have you still gonna have this, Goddard out there. This is, you got Quez Watkins out there. This, you got this dirty. Mitty, is got dirty. you you got AJ. It's eesh. disgusting, but this is yeah, dirty. it's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be uh Rager for the bigger bust in my opinion.
0: <sighs> Whew, man Five-star Pete, man. What a way What a way to end the show on just a downturn, man. This is just a, a, a shit outro. You, you did it I to apologize. us. I apologize. I apologize to everybody out there. If this is your first time on the station, I promise you, we will not dive down the crusty bust of the past. We won't do this. Uh, Jay, anything you want to lead the people with in regards to this conversation with these, these lotto tickets, these rookies, these holds, these sales, these buys? I'm looking at them, Jay. I'm not, bu- like... Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, Rashad White, Tyrion Davis-Price, yeah. B-Rob, Damian Pierce, Samir Spiller, Algier, Snoop Ford, Todd Chandler, Tyler Beatty. Gross, man. Ebner, Pacheco, Haskins.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yuck. Yuck. Jerome Ford. Maybe he could be something. I don't mind t- taking a shot on Jerome Ford, but I don't know how you're going to buy him. People probably like him too much. I'm going to leave on this note, man. Go Gators. hmm Damian Pierce, he'll be good. He'll be good. I like him.
0: All right. Got a couple of super chats. Austin sent us one. Appreciate you, Austin. Thank you for the super chat and the support, man. I appreciate y'all tapping in. Let's see what we got. Right, we got a little 10-team, one quarterback. Let's talk through this one. 10-team, one QB dynasty where RBs get one point per five rushing yards. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, ah, man. How do you feel about these rookie running backs under that scoring setting? Give oh, me the starters. I like Kenneth
1: Walker a lot more. Yeah, Kenneth Walker, like, yeah. Zamir White gets a boost. Get.
0: Algier gets yeah. a little bit of a boost. Everybody that doesn't catch passes gets a little bit of a boost. B Rob,
1: Pierce, Zamir. Massive boost. You're, you're yeah. getting like double Damn. the points off rushing yards. That's yeah. a bit you want yeah. guys that will Give me get all, volume.
0: Yeah, you want the volume. Even if they're inefficient, you want the volume. Yeah, so. you want the volume. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still the same guys. Brees Walker. Uh, even a player like James Cook that can catch the ball, I'm assuming if it's PPR, you know that helps him out as well because he gets the point for the oh, for, sure. for the reception and then that. So, yeah, yeah, nice nice little wrinkle right there. What about Haskins? Let's see. Yeah, what about Haskins or Chestnut? Talk. You don't even care. It seems. Uh, I like Haskins. No, Joe, we talked Haskins. Did we talk Haskins Last yesterday? Show. Yeah. Last show. Sure. I like Haskins. I think um, we we did the exercise. We looked at rush attempts per team, per game, and Tennessee had two running backs in the top 15 in rush attempts per game last year. Derrick Henry at the top, and then Deonta Foreman was like 12th. I think he averaged yeah. like 13 rush attempts a game, so I think Haskins is... I, I like him a little more than Julius Chestnut. Like, just when I watched him play, he looks like a little more natural... out oh, the bot's in. We got to get out of here. Looks a little more natural at the running back position. I like Haskins a lot, and I think if something were to happen to the King, what they do is they just throw one guy out there, right? They just, if it's Chestnut, it's going to be all Chestnut. If it's Hassan Haskins or Dontrell Hilliard, it's going to be all those guys. I still kind of like Haskins, man. I still kind of like Haskins. Yeah, so
1: he's third on the depth chart, and Chestnut is fifth, right? So Chestnut realistically is looking like he's going to be a practice squad guy, but Haskins will be on the roster and, you know, not usable, but will probably be on the roster and maybe get a couple carries here and there.
0: I, I like he he looked good man he's he looked good in college I like Haskins just want to say thank you guys for making my mornings hey cheers to you guys man oh Jeff doesn't Thanks, like man. Jeff doesn't like Haskins he sleep on Haskins. or he likes Haskins he sleep on Haskins I don't know all right y'all that's the show I gotta go put this Achilles tendon up we are out we'll be back on Friday what are we doing this Friday Jay what do we even know I what don't we're know. doing
1: we don't know we'll figure it out.
0: All right, let me know what y'all want to see from the college football content. For real, let me know. Appreciate y'all tapping in. Subscribe to the newsletter. Listen to all the podcasts under the Destination Debbie feed. Y'all have a fantastic Wednesday. And make sure y'all wake y'all asses up with me and Jay on Friday. Have a good one. I'm out. Peace.